Hello and welcome to What Moves Us Express. Or alternatively, What Doesn't Move Us. <laughs> a daily podcast throughout this uh, disrupted season. Brought to you from sunny Brighton and... At Nine Elms in London. Hey Liam. Hi Johanna, how are you today? Um, well, I'm, I think I've been fed up all week, but at least it's Friday now. And I went out for the first time today as well. And can you believe it? It was raining. It is raining here in London quite heavily. And I'm watching my uh, seats outside getting wet and I should bring them in. But it's going to be nice at the weekend. But anyway, who have we got with us today? Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm guessing we're recording now then, so it's, uh, we, we are yeah. recording, we are. <laughs> yeah, apologies for that. It's uh, Daniel Kong, um, so Head of Business Development at Finster. And what is a Finster? I mean, I know what a Finster is, but tell our audience what a Finster is. Uh, so we're a uh, mobile application uh, development company. Uh, we do a mix of custom developments, for the, primarily for the rail sector. Um, kind of on a secondary level, the aviation sector, primarily transport as a whole. Um, and we also have off the shelf solutions that we provide as well, that are, um, you know, in areas like maintenance, communications, uh, employee engagement, that, and those types of areas for frontline employees. And whereabouts are you based? Uh, we're based uh, in the UK, uh, based in the Midlands in Birmingham. And is that where you are today? Yeah, yeah, based in, based in Birmingham, not as sunny today, but uh, it has been has been throughout the week. Right. I think we last uh, we last actually met um, in uh, Glasgow, just before these restrictions came in. Yeah, yeah, at yes. the uh, Accelerate event, I believe. Yeah, the rail north of the border one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems such a long time ago, doesn't it? it I know. Does. Back when we could travel on the trains. <laughs> need for apps wow. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 i mean obviously a deeply frustrating time how, how are things going uh, for us not so bad not so bad um if if in fact it probably probably a hump week this week but for us it, it's been relatively business as usual i think um kind of the culture and the setup and, and the way we worked the, the disruption didn't hit us too hard which 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 was thankful um and we, we know that's that's not necessarily the case for other individuals and other companies so we, we are we are thankful for that and, and uh trying to do our part where we can to help um i think as a team we're staying very well connected as uh, is kind of part of how we were set up before we did a lot of remote working um, a lot of that development can naturally happen off-site and remotely um I think for the sanity side of things, um, yeah, keep keep keeping the communications up and and probably for me personally on a on a note, um, probably probably comfortable at home too much so keeping the exercise going here and there, but um, yeah, no, no, not too bad, not too bad at all actually. So, is your development done on nearshore or abroad? Uh, it's done, uh, so it's all done in house. We've got a mixture of developers in the UK and Romania. Um, so there's a, there's a natural connection that we've got with um, some of our developers in-house that are based in the Birmingham office. So our CTO, our head of front-end development, and, and a couple of others, they're Romanian by um, ethnicity as well. So we've set ourselves up with um, two, two bases, um, virtually there's a couple of developers in New Zealand as well. Um, but the two, two development bases 
Birmingham, Romania, uh, but with all of the um, all of the team being able to speak fluent English and fluent Romanian, uh, it's quite quite a good quite a good setup that we've got in that in that sense. Can you speak Romanian? Not me, no, no. So oh, <laughs> that is a that is I'm a nice so, one line I'm, I'm, I'm so disappointed. I wanted you to say something in Romanian to us. <laughs> no, no, I, I would I would be brave and trying to try and try and. Can you say good afternoon? No, 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 not me. <laughs> they tend to just turn away and, and mutter things when it's Romanian and leave me out. So. <laughs> oh. so, so if you adapted, you know, with having teams based all over the place, essentially, have you adapted quite well to, to this new way of working? Yeah, I think for, for our internal setup, it has actually impacted quite minimally, which is which obviously great for us. Um, I think the, the real disruption for us really has only come through clients um where we're obviously very empathetic that specifically in the transport sector we're talking about large enterprise companies used to thousands hundreds of thousands of customers kind of moving in transit um operating across stretches of the uk they've been hit a lot harder and i suppose a knock-on effect to us as um projects have been put on hold and contract and renegotiations have been stalled um, and i think that does have that has had a financial implication on us. Um, nothing, nothing um, to be devastated about. But it took a bit more. It took a restructure and a rethink about how we how we manage these next six to twelve months. Yeah. Um, but we know that really, really, there are companies and individuals out there that have been hit harder than us. So for us, it's it's kind of keep keep business as usual, keep going. Um, we have. We did have a, uh, a set of resources allocated to some custom projects that we were, were set to start. Um, and we've just looked to repurpose those to, to strengthen the existing products we've got and, and engage in some of the um, kind of government initiatives that are going out at the moment to innovate and create quick fix apps that will help people through through this period. So, so, so what are you doing then to specifically to re-pivot your business? Because I mean, you mentioned that you're doing some stuff with the current Innovate UK call. So what sort of things are you looking at? So um, a couple of these projects, well, all of these projects, are minus one, uh, are outside of me. So we're engaging in the, the first for client projects. And that's something that started pre-COVID, but it's still, still kept, its, kept its feet. Um, Network Rail, uh, I've got a competition at the moment, station contest. Um, that's something I'm um, actively doing a lot of the work for there. Um, that's been put back by a month, but not considerably. So there's, there's still there's still space to engage there. Um, there are little initiatives and competitions out there that are um, put out by the government, DFT. There's, there's there's some work in the aviation industry as well that KTN are running. Um, so there's there's a lot of a lot of um, competitions and, and initiatives to engage with. So we've We've used some of that spare capacity to engage in more of those where we, we may have only been more selective. Um, and what we've done with the resources to try and think of, you know, in the most pragmatic way, what can we do with, with a group of developers that were set to start other projects? Um, we've put those towards our three main off-the-shelf solutions. So to better improve and speed up the roadmap for um, our maintenance app, um, our lost property application and our staff briefing communication. Um, and we, we might come on to this in a bit later on, I suppose it's, 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 up, to, it's up to yourselves, but uh, we've, we've used um, some, we're trying to find the best way to position this. And I think this is, this is a difficulty that probably sits with me as, as um, the business development side of the company. But um, 
we do now have the capacity to potentially help customers quicker and faster and, and more cost effectively than we did before. Um, and that could look like free trials, it could look like free setups, it could be licensing for these applications three, six months um, for, for no cost potentially. Uh, but I think one difficulty with that that, that we've come across is there's a fine line and it could be overthinking to to look at companies that you think you might be able to help but to not truly understand the disruption they're facing and the conditions they're in at the moment and we wouldn't want to look like we were using any pandemic pandemic to profiteer so um we could yeah. do that we could set people up for free we could help them but i guess um i guess that that's a that's a that's a difficult one to, to get the balance for on that have you found it easy to understand or to learn about the challenges that potential clients are having so the answer is yes and no um yes for the the clients that we already have or the relationships that we already had with prospective clients before the the, the uh, pandemic so for those people that we had good relationships with already and um, that's very simple um, and some of those we are setting up on free trials some of those we're adding some development that we may have uh, previously had to charge for and we are we are doing some you know, extra work uh, above and beyond in, in those areas where we can. But those were conversations that we had already had, some people we already knew quite well. Um, to to go on the, the other side where it's perhaps organisations that we haven't worked with before or we had less uh, relationship, or time to build relationships with before, um, probably not. I think it's been quite difficult to, to really, um, if they are in a tight position, they're going to, be quite reluctant or find it difficult to engage with new projects it might feel like more on their plate and um, even if the aim ultimately is hopefully to reduce that or to make things simpler I think it, it that it is difficult for some people to take more on so that has been a challenge. Yeah. Do you do you get the feeling that people are still very much in in panic got to save by business mode rather than trying to think about you know going more into survival and how do I keep my business relevant and go on to the next thing because there will there will be a future mm -hmm. yeah I think that's that's probably two two boats that um just the majority of people are trying to put people into so it's it's are these people kind of batting down the hatchet waiting for it to um wait for it to be over or they, are they thinking about what it looks like and how do they get ahead so i think that the types of the types of people that we would typically help pins though it, it is usually the frontline employee so it's either applications that support them on their day-to-day -day, or it's to create an application that will directly benefit their customers so it's customer facing solutions um, and in both those cases you typically speak and engage with people that run the front line um, so they might not necessarily be the CEO or the business owner who might be more wary of the financials the longevity of, of the, the company and they might be more prone to either being in one of those two boats so either look let's let's just wait this out or let's think ahead I think the people we speak to are uh, it's probably more of an emotive story there it's you know some of the uh, some of these um, people have had large members of staff uh, gone to furlough um, so they might not be completely sure what their job role entails um, they may have just now moved into a setup where they only have access to a certain percentage of their tools when they used to have everything they needed in the office um, so I think for the people we speak to, it's, pro it's probably difficult to put them into one or one or two. I think there's 
there's an uncertainty about what their their role is which 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 is it makes it more difficult for them to then understand if these yeah. are changes or conversations that they can start when when i guess there's many questions that they're still facing yeah that is that that is difficult i mean i i hadn't sort of like appreciated not just the fact how difficult it is to business plan but also the fact that staff a lot of you know right way through organizations that they that they've been furloughed so you haven't even got the ability to because people are running on skeletons skeleton organizations i haven't appreciated that did you have something you were going to say liam another question it was just moving to um the positives that you see coming out of it yeah okay i always like to like to move on to positive i think there is going to be a lot um maybe it's like innately being an optimist but I, I think there is and and that's me not only based on a kind of business culture um maybe just you know time to listen to the news to speak with friends family and and i think you know there's there's a lot of people now cooped up a bit frustrated um maybe a bit tired and they're desperate to get out but that in itself can hopefully and i hope and i see that it can harness itself in a good way i think there's gonna be a lot of energy um I think there's going to be a lot of hunger. I think this from a tech side and in a pinch of view is, you, you know, there are people that now are hamstrung. Um, they've been put in this situation very quickly and weren't ready. I think there's going to be a thirst to innovate. I think there's, there's going to be a want to not be in these situations again. Um, particularly yeah. from, from, you know, the, uh, from a global point of view. And I, I think that, that energy, that hunger, that kind of togetherness, I, I think it can, it's going to show itself in, in a lot of good ways when when we get through this yeah they do say the great the greatest innovations happen when out of adversity when you have to don't they yeah that's great thank you ever so much for your time this afternoon dan thanks dan <laughs> thanks both <laughs> Bye. Bye.